Hi, thanks for joining me today for another day of Creeds and Deeds. Today is Friday, September 6th, 2019. You can find all of my source information along with links to leave me a rating and a review or a voicemail in my show notes. Now, let's get started by coming into worship of God with this psalm. Psalm 143, a psalm of David. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Give ear to my pleas for mercy. In your faithfulness, answer me. In your righteousness, enter not into judgment with your servant. For no one living is righteous before you. For the enemy has pursued my soul. He has crushed my life to the ground. He has made me sit in darkness like those long dead. Therefore, my spirit faints within me. My heart within me is appalled. I remember the days of old. I meditate on all that you have done. I ponder the work of your hands. I stretch out my hands to you. My soul thirsts for you like a parched land. Selah. Answer me quickly, O Lord. My spirit fails. Hide not your face from me, lest I be like those who go down to the pit. Let me hear in the morning of your steadfast love, for in you I trust. Make me know the way I should go, for to you I lift up my soul. Deliver me from my enemies, O Lord. I have fled to you for refuge. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Let your spirit, let your good spirit lead me on level ground. For your name's sake, O Lord, Preserve my life. In your righteousness, bring my soul out of trouble. And in your steadfast love, you will cut off my enemies, and you will destroy all the adversaries of my soul. For I am your servant. This is the word of our Lord. Above everything else, honor Christ. Philippians 1, verses 18 through 20. Yes, and I will rejoice, for I know that through your prayers and the help of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, this will turn out for my deliverance. As it is, my eager expectation and hope that I will not be at all ashamed, but that with full courage, now, as always, Christ will be honored in my body, whether by life or by death. So, we've talked about in the past, if you look back to um, the beginning verses, that he is rejoicing. Paul is rejoicing even in the fact that he's in prison because him being in prison has served to advance the gospel. And then he also says that he's rejoicing that people are preaching Christ, even though that there's other Christian preachers out there at this time that are preaching out of rivalry and envy for him. They're actually trying to hurt him uh, through their preaching. But even in that, he's rejoicing. And so the question I have today is, is why does he make it such a big prominent theme in this to let the Philippians know that even in those terrible things that he's rejoicing? And why does he struggle or why does he strive so much to make sure that he's rejoicing. 
And the question, I think, the answer to that question is answered in, in verse 20. Because it says, where he says, I know that I won't be ashamed, but Christ will be honored in my body, whether by life or by death. So I think that he's trying to say the reason that he's doing this is because he wants to make sure that when he dies, this point of his life, or as he looks back on this point of his life, whether he lives or he dies, that he will not be ashamed of it. And that he will be able to say that in everything in his body, Christ was honored. And the best way that he can honor Christ through those terrible circumstances is to find joy in them, to see how God is working and to rejoice in them. And so that just gives me two things that I wanted to stress to you today. The first one is, is how does the world see you? Is Christ being honored in your body and in your actions and in your words? Are the things that you do, does that cause those around you to be, to see you as a hypocrite or as somebody who is doing their best to honor Christ? And then the second thing is that when you're going through tough things, Paul was in prison and Paul had other Christians that were out there saying they're Christians, but then trying to afflict him. He was looking in those things and he was seeing how Christ was working in them. So one of the things that you can do to help you find joy and be able to rejoice when you're going through trials and temptations is to see how God is working in that. Maybe you struggle with your spouse. Maybe there's a lot of trouble between you and your spouse about things like finances or raising kids or spiritual matters. Maybe God is using that and he's working in that to bring you closer to him, to get you to stop relying on your spouse or to find or to get you to not be looking to your spouse to fulfill your joy. And when you see that, that that's how God is working, then you can rejoice in that because you can see that God is like sanctifying you. And that's what Paul does here. He goes through these tough times and he's able to rejoice because he finds the good in them. And through doing that, he's able to ensure that everyone around him, whether he dies or he lives, will say, man, that guy Paul was really, he loved Christ so much that even in his death, he was still honoring Christ. And you can live like that too. Westminster Larger Catechism, question 36. Who is the mediator of the covenant of grace? Answer, the only mediator of the covenant of grace is the Lord Jesus Christ, who, being the eternal Son of God, of one substance and equal with the Father in the fullness of time became man, and so was and continues to be God and man in two entire distinct natures and one person forever. Scripture proofs, 1 Timothy 2 verse 5 and Philippians 2 verses 5 through 11. For there is one God, and there is one mediator between God and men, the man Jesus Christ. 
Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God to be a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. And now join me as we go to the Lord to meditate on His Word and spend time praying to Him. Let's begin with this verse for preparation. Proverbs 17, verses 27 and 28. He who restrains his words has knowledge, and he who has a cool spirit is a man of understanding. Even a fool, when he keeps silent, is considered wise. When he closes his lips, he is considered prudent. God, as we come before you, help us to not just speak meaningless words and just say things to feel like we're doing something. But let us restrain our words and have a cool spirit so that we can understand you. And help us that when we're foolish, to just be silent and to listen to you so that we can become wise and that we can be prudent and spend our time in prayer as effectively as we can. Adoration, Psalm 59, verses 16 and 17. But as for me, I shall sing of your strength. Yes, I shall joyfully sing of your loving kindness in the morning, for you have been my stronghold and a refuge in the day of distress. O my strength, I will sing praises to you, for God is my stronghold, the God who shows me loving kindness. God, I come before you this morning with my heart singing, praising you, and worshiping you for your strength, for your loving kindness, because you are our stronghold and you are our refuge when we're in distress. God, you are our strength and our stronghold and you show us loving kindness. Confession of sin, Proverbs 3, verses 11 and 12. My son, do not reject the discipline of the Lord or loathe his reproof. For whom the Lord loves, he reproves, even as a father corrects the son in whom he delights. God, we sin every day. We come before you now and we confess our sins to you. And we ask that our sins would be forgiven through the blood of Jesus and that we would be counted as righteous and 
that our that Jesus righteousness would be imputed to us. And God, when we go through our day and we fall into sin, if it's necessary, please reprove us and help us to see that you're disciplining us because you love us and help us to delight in it. Thanksgiving, Colossians 3, verses 17. Whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of Lord of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. Father, we give thanks to you for Lord Jesus, for our Lord Jesus, who is the only mediator, our mediator to you, so that we can come to you in thanksgiving, thanking you for everything that we do, all in the name of Lord Jesus, of our Lord Jesus, with him as our mediator. Thank you, God, for everything. Luke 18, verses 1 through 8, Supplications. Now he was telling them a parable to show that at all times they ought to pray and not to lose heart, saying, In a certain city there was a judge who did not fear God and did not respect man. There was a widow in that city, and she kept coming to him, saying, Give me legal protection for my opponent. For a while he was unwilling, but afterward he said to himself, Even though I do not fear God nor respect man, yet because this widow bothers me, I will give her legal protection. Otherwise, by continually coming, she will wear me out. And the Lord said, Hear what the unrighteous judge said. Now, will not God bring about justice for his elect, whom cry to him day and night, and will he delay long over them? I tell you that he will bring about justice for them quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? God, we bring our supplications to you. And in so many of our cases, we continually bring you those same requests, day in and day out. God, we just ask that because of our love for you, but more importantly, because of your love for us and your love for your son and your desire for your glory, that you would grant us our requests. And God, we will bring our requests to you day in and day out, as long as you require knowing that at your time, according to your will, you will grant them. And now join me in prayer from the Valley of Vision Daily Devotional from the Banner of Truth. Humiliation. Sovereign Lord, When clouds of darkness, atheism, and unbelief come to me, I seek your purpose of love in withdrawing the spirit that I might prize him more, in chastening me for my confidence in past successes that my wound of secret godlessness might be cured. Help me to humble myself before you, 
by seeing the vanity of honor as a conceit of men's minds, as standing between me and you, by seeing that your will must alone be done, as much as in denying as in giving spiritual enjoyments, by sleeping that my heart, or by seeing that my heart is nothing but evil, mind, mouth, life, void of you, by seeing that sin and Satan are allowed power in me, that I might know my sin, by be humbled and gain strength through it, by seeing that unbelief shuts you from me, so that I sense not your majesty, power, mercy, or love, then possess me, for you only are good and worthy. You do not play in convincing me of sin. Satan did not play in tempting me to it. I do not play when I sink in deep mire, for sin is no game, no toy, no bauble. Let me never forget that the heinousness of sin lies not so much in the nature of the sin committed as in the greatness of the person sinned against. When I am afraid of evils to come, comfort me by showing me that in myself I am dying, condemned, and wretched, but that in Christ I am reconciled, made alive, and satisfied, that I am a feeble and unable to do any good, but that in him I can do all things, that what I now have in Christ is mine in part, but shortly I shall have it perfectly in heaven. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for joining me for another day of Creeds and Deeds. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I would be very blessed if you left me a rating or a review over on Apple Podcasts or left me a voicemail. And you can do both by scrolling down in this episode's notes and clicking on the link. Also, remember, I'm not ordained and I'm not a pastor. So if you're a Christian and you're listening to this podcast, you need to be in church on Sunday.